Greetings guys, welcome now to our brand new episode of Redemption to Rotten. I'm your host Mr. Yazmat 800 and join me again once again are Joe and Beth. How are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm doing, yeah, good. <laughs> I should have asked one of your apologies. <laughs> That's on me. <laughs> Wait, three, two, one, doing okay. great. <laughs> okay. Who do I, want I think to we're just so polite and both of us didn't want to go first. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> it too. <laughs> but yeah, doing all right, man. Um, as we were talking about before the show, I think uh, none of us got the greatest sleep in the world last night. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah um, other than that, we're still on the right side of the soil. Yeah. So far, everything is fine and good. How about you, Beth? <laughs> uh, tired, good, working a lot. Yeah, I've got a cat in my lap. I'm I'm yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah, that's your cat. Uh, was it mischief, right? Yep. Yeah. My pretty girl, mischief. Yeah. For some reason, I want to say misfits. She kind of is too. Yeah. It's alright. Every time <laughs> I think of misfit, I think of that British TV show. That's the kid from oh, I love Umbrella that. Academy. Mm-hmm. And also Ramsey Bolton from oh. Game of Thrones is in it too. Oh, yeah. And also, the, the really, reader, who's also now in, in the Fast and Furious, was, was Darnay's uh, assistant. She was also in it with Naga. You're right. So many people, like when this they ended up being in Games of Thrones. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a joke going around of there's only like 11 actors in England and they just keep reusing all of them. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, people Funny like, hey, because it's, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing, and they're all playing now Americans. <laughs> oh my God, they are. Yeah. Even like a lot of people, I think they still surpass the actor who plays Vigilante in Peacemaker is, Amer- is British. He was, oh, think, uh, uh, Keith Urban is not, he's a uh, Kiwi. No, I'm not talking about the he's boys. New Zealand. Oh, I'm talking okay. about Peacemaker. He was the, the actor, he was, in, he was in, I think, Harry Potter, people were pointing out. Forgot hmm. his name. I'm trying to remember who you're talking about. Honestly, can't Vigilante, remember. the guy who's in the green green suit. Hold on, I got it. I I got IMDb right here. Like, this. okay. I love IMDb. It's like my obsession. Oh my goodness! I gracious. hate when people won't Freddy just Stor- use Stroma. IMDb to look right? something up. Right? Just like it drives me crazy. It's like all the answers are right there. They're uh-huh. all right there. It- and they use the worst Google search terms to try to find yep. the answer for yeah. whatever their question is. And I'm like, no, seriously, it's just imdb.com. Go there. Whatever. I, I truly believe that Googling is a skill. It is a skill. And a lot of people don't know how to do it. I just found the actor. His name is Freddy Stroma. He was Cormac McLagan in Harry Potter. He was who in Harry Potter? Uh, uh, Cormac McLagan. C O R M A C. He was a Gryffindor student. I don't remember him. Yeah, I don't remember him. He was in the Half Blood Blood Prince and Deathly Hell Part One and Two. Don't remember him at all. Freddy Stor- Storma, right? Yes. I think he looked different mm-hmm. as in the, the Harry Potter. I think he did too. I'm gonna look at images because that maybe will help. 
I, I don't one, remember that. One of the actors, so I think he he was chubby. Now he became Jack. I don't know if that's him. It's usually how a lot of kids go, especially um. Oh, he was blonde. Yeah. He, he looks, looks vaguely familiar. He looks like the that was it the 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 son of Cersei, the the douchebag who becomes king. I remember him. Joff. From Harry Potter, he was the one who, um, in uh, Slughorns, he he was at the party for Slughorn, and he was the blonde, annoying kid. It was like, oh my father, or like his uncle, or something yeah, like that, okay, was like okay, in the okay, ministry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about now? He was like the pretty boy, yeah. kept like chasing Ginny or Hermione around one of the girls. Yeah, it was that guy. I mean, even the photo I saw from his portrait, he looks like uh, it's screen from Deadpool. Oh yeah, uh, um, the, yeah, he's from Schitt's yeah. Creek. The uh, the realtor is in Peacemaker. I saw from Schitt's Creek. Hey, they shot in Canada. That's why because they have Canadian actors. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah. Well, I mean, let's see if I have everything ready. And so we're talking about Harry Potter. So we were talking <laughs> before we started recording. I Joe mentioned you watched Paper Papercurs, right? Yeah, started it. Um, I've been watching that uh, over the past week. I've been watching a little bit of old Kurosawa films, uh, Yojimbo and Sanjiro. Um, I, I, I'm almost done with Sanjiro. I got like half an hour left to watch. It's not a long movie, yeah. but it's a lot of fun. Uh, and Yojimbo, I mean, I'm sure most people know because it's a very well-known movie fact, but, uh, you know, there was the inspiration for a fistful of dollars and toho successfully sued those filmmakers uh over them basically ripping off their film which i think is fucking awesome um good for toho yeah but yeah uh and for some reason what, they allowed the that um, they gave permission for tron emrick to make that godzilla movie Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not their fault because but they were yeah. they had they were going to some financial and said they needed money. It was like I has let's green light this movie, and they regretted no. it from that day on. <laughs> and but don't worry, we'll talk about right. Godzilla one day on the show. How about you, Beth? Oh yeah, I'm sure. Have you watched? Anything? Have I what? Watched anything recently? No. Um, I just started Moon Knight. Hmm. Because oh, I'm trying to catch up on so much. I have I stopped watching TV and most movies for like the better part of the last year. Actually, more than I think around a year, I stopped watching just everything. Um, and I'm now catching up. I did watch Stranger Things immediately and watched it on repeat as like a comfort yeah. show. I think I've watched it through seven times in a row now. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I would just have it on in the background while trying to sleep or something like that. And so I just kept watching it and kept watching it. Um, and then I finally got caught up on Obi-Wan and it was amazing. And uh, I just started Moon Knight. Just started Moon Knight. And I still need to watch... Um, uh, I want to watch The Bear on Hulu. I'm really excited about that with Lip from um, Shameless. And it's about the Chicago... Yeah, it looks... And everybody's been raving about it that I know. So I really want to start watching that. I'm just waiting for like a calm day of where I can just sit and binge it. Yeah. As for me, actually, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm watching episodes of Bob's Burgers. Like, I've actually been enjoying it. It's, 
Joe actually knows what I'm talking about because I've I've played him this song from the Anus episode. <laughs> the annual Anus. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember that episode? I've only seen a few episodes of Bob's and I really like it. I just haven't sat down and watched it all of it's it like, yet. But a, I absolutely adore it. <laughs> it's a season one episode that his sister Lux, she comes and she she draws painting of animal anuses. He's like, I don't want these photos in the house. And then later the art gallery whom he hates, she comes to remove these photos. Like, oh yeah, he tells his sister, like, draw them bigger and more wider. And then he starts hanging them in in the restaurant. <laughs> just to piss off the art gallery people. <laughs> I actually just read something that a guy took a pickle from a hamburger at McDonald's and threw it on the ceiling and sold it for like thousands of dollars in an art gallery. I mean, I've... Nice work if you can get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wish I had that clout of like, hey, I can do pretty much whatever and sell it for thousands of dollars. <laughs> That's how most of the arts are. They're very bougie and they're all very pretentious. And Joe actually mentioned, like he said, Yoko on to follow him. Did you saw her art gallery? Oh no, not me personally, but uh, yeah, she's been known to follow a lot of random people yeah. just because they follow her. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned Yoko on because I don't know if you guys remember. There's a video in 2015 where she did an art gallery, and her showcase was basically she's standing in the middle of the room screaming. That's her art. God, <laughs> and people pay oh, yeah. to see this. Uh, she- Oh, yeah, she is all about the performance art. Um, I also love that she tweets like an Animal Crossing character. Um, <laughs> seriously, they're interchangeable. Um, <laughs> I mean, she's a lovely human being, and I, I, I love... Uh, Even with destroying the Beatles? You know, how, how, how positive... Yeah, whatever. And I also love how like, positive yes, and up just, with humans she is, but also, yes, her tweets look like the messages you get from your townspeople in Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> Maybe that's what's the inspiration for Animal Crossing. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I miss that era when we were all on there. I miss the beginning yeah. of 2020 when we were all upset. It was like when Pokemon Go came out, yeah. there was right. peace. There was peace between <laughs> everybody because everyone was freaking terrified. And we just sat there on our little islands with peace and like our fruit and yep. trying to collect as many bells and trying to corner the turnip stock market. <laughs> uh huh. Oh. Yeah. Those were the days. I miss it. We all had our turnip rooms in our houses. And Peter oh, invading. God, yeah. Do you know if you remember, remember there was a video of Peter invading people's Animal Crossing Island just, just to spread, like, you know, uh, animal abuse warnings. <laughs> it's like. Oh, the Peter people, yeah. I remember the Peter people did that. They were throwing a fit, and then one of them was wearing bunny ears on their character. And I was just like. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think we just passed like, the 10 minutes of talking about, uh, about something besides the movie. That's a usable thing. Sometimes most <laughs> is a good thing, for, especially for a bad, very bad, bad movie. Most because nobody wants to talk about it. <laughs> oh, I want to talk about yeah. this. I have thoughts. Yeah, One. Since this time, Joe is in drunk. R.I.P. Like Bill Paxton. Oh, yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. I oh, yes. miss that guy. It's yeah. one of his good, great roles, too. Oh, yeah. He's he actually playing his character from Aliens. That's... <laughs> oh, yeah. Hudson? Yeah. Yeah. 
The Vince gets so desperate and just be him. They came Maybe out about the same time. Slightly less over the top. Yeah, they came out about the same time. Yeah, about three, yeah. four year difference, something like that. Yeah. Yep, yeah. right in the same era. They're both. I like, loved his little thing with the uh, with the rubber ball that he had. It was like a, it was a little character like nuance. It was really <laughs> cool. I loved that. Yeah, and when he threw it. <laughs> When he threw it at the yeah the predator that was so yeah I'm gonna have to yep move. yes you may might want to actually let people know what we're even talking about oh, that is All true right. yeah that's how most of because I remember one time in my old podcast this one was started <laughs> I had I think a slob and and I've enjoyed this one I started pimping each other's stuff it's like instead of each other each of us pimping our own stuff so those of you don't know this is Redemption of the Rotten it's a podcast where we talk we look at movies that they've been Badly received or have a very defensive response from critics and audience. And we look at them and see, okay, do they deserve the response they got or not? And before we begin, uh, let's just begin with a small housekeeping. Uh, something I know Joe is very excited for. So for those of you who don't know, I made a plan that for, for my YouTube channel, just 1 million subscribers, Joe, Andy, and I, and another person will do a, a review of the, uh, the Turkish movie Adventure of Achela. Uh, Joe is already excited for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thrilled. <laughs> you should have seen his reaction when I played him for during the Mark Freeman Zoom call. It broke him. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, this trailer is so so bad. It just and that just the trailer. He didn't say the whole movie. I think it's an hour thirty minutes. <laughs> I'm like, what's her face from Clue, where she's just like flames, flames behind my eyes and and around my yeah. Um, that, that was basically my reaction to this trailer. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's going to be a great shit show. So be sure to subscribe. Yeah. Um, Last I checked is at 29 subscribers. <laughs> if anyone interested. Almost there. Yeah. Almost there. Madeline Kahn. Yes. Oh, right. She was in, what was Mrs. it? White. And Blazing Saddles, right? Mm -hmm. And she was actually, she worked with Mel Brooks a lot. She was in Young Frankenstein and a bunch of other things. And I just, um, I didn't finish watching the movie. The, the first Muppets movie, she appears in a cameo. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think she's supposed to be playing her the character. The original OG from, one? Yes, she's supposed to be mm -hmm. playing her character from Blazing Saddles, if I'm not mistaken. It's Twoo, it's Twoo. The Muppet yeah. movie, it's so good. Yeah. I and think the it's Muppet, on Disney, if Take not Manhattan. Oh, yeah, probably. I grew up on that movie. I think I saw Muppets Take Manhattan in theaters. <laughs> Even Steve Martin's in it appears yeah, in a cameo. I was like, too. wow. Mm -hmm. Before, you know, when he's like, would you like to smell the bottle cap? <laughs> <laughs> For context, in the Muppet movie, <laughs> Kermit takes Miss Piggy out on a date, but he's too cheap and poor to buy proper champagne. So he gets one that has a bottle open, like a, a little bottle cap. So it gets popped open and then like, Steve Martin's basically just being snooty and rude because they're like cheap and everything. He knows he's not going to get a tip. So he's like, because normally like, would you like to smell the cork with for wine? So they're like, would you like to smell the bottle cap? And Kermit's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, it smells nice because <laughs> he doesn't know. Maybe he's being nice. He knows it's bad. <laughs> oh, my God. No, he's just uncouth because he's a, he's a frog from the yeah. swamp. He doesn't know. <laughs> and I like what was that guy like who was selling the goose book for the car salesman that that Muppet guy 
I forgot his name. He's like he's tall. He starts running after them because they, he, they forgot to pick him up. Jack. <laughs> yes. Jack. <laughs> Jack was one of my favorites as a kid. He reminded me of Snuffleupagus. Just that really big and the big yeah. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And I just you know because I remember there's like the Mister uh, there was a beauty competition where they had seen Momo coming up and. I don't remember. Did he come out in swimsuits when, when Miss Piggy wins? I don't remember. <laughs> you know, because I don't remember. I don't recall. Yeah, I might have to rewatch the movie again. So it's so good. definitely worth it. Yeah. So good. Yeah, because I'm watching I remember I... this episode mostly to watch these old two old old men, aka Mark and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes, Statler and Waldo Harold, yeah like, it was like Statler and uh, they oh, what if that'd be hilarious if Andy and like Nick dressed up as that because they definitely are out of all the <laughs> because you know I don't know if you we're not at the Zoom call last time uh, Mark Freeman and Andy Mecca I always call them these two characters uh, Andy went and he bought I think the two figures he sent I think Oh, the one with the, without the beard, the mustache to to end to Mark, and he got the one with with the, with the curly hair and the mustache. Because I always call them, you guys That's are like Lego mini pigs. Yes, <laughs> because they always are on Twitter like these two characters. I always call them. <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness! All right, Predator Two. Yeah, speaking about old stuff, huh? So it's not that old. Nineteen ninety. I mean, it's an old IP. I mean, the, how when did the first movie come out in 1980? What? 87? Uh, yeah, uh, like 87 it. sounds right. Yeah, I know because I know because the the original the, the creatures. I think I don't know if they're still suing Disney or not for the rights. Yeah, and it's part of the holy trinity yeah, of John McTiernan films yeah. of Predator, Die Hard, and The Hunt for Red October. Yeah. He shot mm-hmm. Hunter with Toe the same time he shot Predator Two, if I'm not mistaken. He didn't yeah. do Predator 2, did he? No, no. The no course, he was too expensive. Oh. And, we, yeah. you know, the, the producers, they want to keep the, the budget. That's the same thing why Arnold didn't come back for the sequel. Okay. Yeah, they wanted the you same know, budget. As far as that kind of stuff is concerned, on the IMDb page for Predator 2, the trivia section is an absolute shit show. Oh, yeah. Everything contradicting everything else as far as the reasons why this person did this or didn't do that. It is... A train wreck, but it's so fun. That they yeah. found a dead body. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the story of. Remember, do you guys know the show Storage War? Where they bet on yeah. like apparently one of the guys. Of I think it. I think before the the show that he he bought a bit he bought a storage and he opened. I think he found a dead body in it. <laughs> that that tracks. I wouldn't be surprised that there's some people out there that would store a body in in a storage unit. Very silence of the lambs. Yeah, yeah. At least no one's seen I feel, dancing to goodbye horses. I got. Have, oh, I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> it just reminds me of Jay and Silent Bob, though. Uh, <laughs> it reminds me from his Jay's family. Jay's putting guy. on the chapstick, just like yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love these movies in this era specifically because they always had a really strong female like side lead like a, a and it was always a woman of color and i loved that as a kid because it was a long time after that period of movies because like you think about like aliens vasquez 
or um, if I'm not mistaken, the actress who was not, I think, Hispanic, if not who was playing her. She's Cuban. No, she was not. No, but, because she's um, a mix of. I oh no, Jewish. It's something. Um, like, yes, she was. I think, yeah, Jewish. Jeanette Goldstein. Yeah, she was. Um, she's a god. Ethnically ambiguous. That's what I'm mostly called because it's, she's mixed. I don't think she's, she's also in Terminator Two. Yes, he's that's right. The, right, uh, she Dr. plays Martin. the foster mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could have sworn that. Um, well, no, there's that because whole the, line too uh, in their morning assembly about uh, you know uh, illegal aliens and how she thought you know, the actress thought that the film was something to do with illegal aliens uh, entering the country or something like that. Little inside joke. And I think she's because I know that she's not you know, Hispanic because she talked and did an interview. She said, "Yeah, this I can't play this type of role in, right now in my in the, in the current time." And also, this what one ethnicity is she anyway? I'm so curious. She's Family Russian, Morocco, and Brazil. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. So that's where she could say her skin Brazil. Yeah. So that's like Portuguese a lot too, because yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's still a person of color. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I always loved and her fucking character, too. Oh, God, yeah. Especially right but, uh, now, actually, the book series, uh, Colonial Marines, where they have her sister. God, I hate that movie. <laughs> that game, I mean. She I will not speak of this game. I will not speak of this game. I was forced to play it. I will not speak of that. It was the worst 12 <laughs> hours of my life. Yeah. It made me so angry. We'll, we'll just say good things about the Dark Horse comics from the 80s and the 90s mm-hmm. instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys, when you talked about how the fact that I remember that same conflict happened with uh, recently, what was it? Uh, uh, being the Ricardos, because if I'm not mistaken, um, what's the Lucille Ball husband's na- name? Uh, Jesse Arnaz. He's Cuban, right? Yeah. Yeah, because he's played by Javier Barden. Javier Barden, I think, is Spanish, not Cuban. And people like I said, why didn't you get an actor who's at this from a Cuban ethnicity? That's why people were well, not. Well, they happy. probably weren't a big enough name. Yeah, it's all about money. Like, why did they get what Nicole Kidman to play do you Lucille Ball? Do you know who you wanted for Lucille Ball? Not Nicole Kidman, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> she, I think Deborah Manning wanted to be her for a while because she actually has like that red an, curly the, hair, the right? That they were looking at was also an Oscar winner. And she's Aussie. I just keep trying to think of redheads that could play her. She, she was actually the, funny. She was the villain in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, um, yes. yeah, Kate Blanchett. She dropped out to do like in the Borderlands I mean, movie, if I'm not mistaken. Oh God, that's gonna be. We, we're not talking about that one. That will be on the redemption. Uh, trust me, I it's mean, not gonna I'm be sure good. I mean, when you have Eli Roth, Kevin Hart know. playing. <laughs> Plain Roland, who was supposed to be like six foot something, a super serious, super serious character, played by a five foot three comedic actor. And I mean, I I don't know if I if you guys saw because I've heard people talk positively about Kevin Hart in this new movie, Liquor Surf, because they say he does more drama than comedy in the film. I can't stand Kevin Hart in general. I don't think he's funny. I think he's obnoxious. I think he's this season's Chris Tucker. And the only time I've ever liked Chris Tucker, like Rush Hour is fine, was Fifth Element. But he was supposed to be obnoxious. That's the point. Did you saw his drama? <sighs> I think he did Silver Lining Playbook. 
Yes. How was um, that film? He's he's good in that. He's good. Yeah. Because I know he's also doing the he's Nike movie part. with Ben Affleck, the Air Jordan Nike film. Because I don't know who's he playing. Because mm. I know Viola Davis mm. playing Michael Jordan's mom. Um, Ben Affleck is Phil Knight and uh, what's her name? Uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, I think. Are they gonna talk. What? Sorry, continue. Is, is, I was gonna say, are they gonna talk about him cheating on his wife? What was the Nike? No, Michael Jordan. No, this is about the Air Jordan. You'll have Nike. It's mostly focused about the Nike. The actual shoe. Yes, because you'll see about competition yes. trying to design them up to. He wanted to wear Adidas, and they wouldn't let him. Oh yeah, because they say Adidas also gonna be part of the film, the Adidas deal, and. Yeah, he really wanted a deal with uh, Adidas, and they said he wasn't big enough. So he, the Nike did it instead, and look what happened. And I don't know because I'm, um, guys, I know he said I don't know how accurate this. They say in, what's the show that came on HBO for about the Lakers? Winning time, yeah, winning time. They said they had an episode where apparently the Nike went to Magic Johnson. He, I think they told them no. He would have gotten millions of dollars from profit from if he signed that deal. Yep. Funny thing about the Lakers actually coming back to Predator too. All right, Donald, like in the IMDb oh, trivia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, how Donald Glover was uh, like he brought them in to be um, the 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 predators because they were tall, right? Yeah, At the end of the movie. Yeah, that was like that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a bunch of L.A. Lakers as predators. And apparently, for whatever that scene is the most expensive scene because they had to create like multiple suits mm-hmm. for ten. Nine of them. And one yeah. of them was actually the same actor who played in the, the Predator and just moving the same, the first one. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, like I said, um, the, the, we're talking about now, for those of you who don't know, um, we're, um, in the time of the published episode, uh, a few days later, I think it's on, what was it? Uh, I was forget, yeah, August 5th, uh, that's actually even Friday. We're getting uh, the, mm-hmm. the new Predator movie, Prey, which is actually going to be awesome. That's what I missed. I have fixed it in a small error. So it's going to be like, what's it, a, a prequel to, to the Predator movie set in, I think, in the, during the, was it the Frontier timeline? Uh, yeah. Possibly, yeah. yeah I, I think. There's uh, a connection the with this movie. Amber... We'll talk about it later. Yeah. yeah. Um, Amber Mid Thunder, um, who was awesome in Legion, yeah. uh, just needs to be in everything. Uh, please. I mean, the reviews are please. not out. Because <laughs> she's everyone... great. <laughs> it's in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, because I know uh, like... So, yeah. It's the 1700s. I'm going to somehow try to convince my folks to watch this with me because I'm going to be uh, taking a little trip to visit them here in the new week yeah. uh, right at the time when this comes out. So... Let's let's see how that goes. I, I got them to watch Bone Tomahawk with me. Wow. So... Yeah, that's a movie. All right. About cannibals? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wonder how many people, when they think of cannibals, they think of the exploitation Italian films from the 70s, 80s. Oh, like uh, what? Cannibal Holocaust? Yes, these movies. Which I've never seen, and I have no great desire to see. Damn. I watched mm. some depraved shit, but I really don't care to see that film. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the first Predator movie came out. It was like a, it was actually a good hit. I mean, all people don't know when the first movie came out, it wasn't well received by critics, but now it, it is. And then people are like, hey, let's make a sequel. I think they were also planning to do a sequel. They told the writers, do you have any ideas? So they was like, 
why not take it to the to the urban areas like within the city? Because I think I bet the original they want to do New York and that yep. scene there's a scene. Yeah, there. there was the comic book Concrete Jungle that mm-hmm. basically a lot of plot points are lifted from. Um but yeah, for budget reasons. Yeah. Um and it's also let's very do LA. Yeah, also New York is a very crowded place also. It's expensive. Mm. Yeah. Um, and also that's there's seen a movie we, we talk about later when the predator holding that's kind of gets hit by the lightning. That's supposed to be on the Chrysler burning this in the if it did it down in New York. And it's funny thing because we mentioned Arnold. Apparently Arnold he would have played a role similar type to Key's character in the film, but then he said no, it's like now we create keys. Yeah, they didn't pay him enough. It was like it was pittance too, what they what the argument was over like two hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars, that was it. Yeah, there was that. He needed to finish cranking out Kindergarten Cop, and he was about to do Terminator 2. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's in, in the trivia section, uh, there's all these different reasons as yeah. for why he did not do this film. Also, that he did not want to be a villain like Keys. Yeah. Uh, he, he still wanted to be the hero. So, yeah. so it makes you wonder. Then we'll talk about it later when you get to that then. And they brought in the only actor I think that came back is Kevin Peter Hall as the the predator. He plays a different predator, not the uh, first movie. And, and uh, yeah, what's also, her name? Yeah. Um, the the girl who survives with Arnold Schwarzenegger at the end, she was listed in there, but they only show her on the screen in uh, the trailer and everything, like in the metal trailer outside the meat yeah, packing yeah. plant. It's like a video of her debriefing. And mm-hmm. uh, I think they did also, I think, a scene uh, before, but they she, didn't She it. filmed a scene, they cut it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then not playing the same character, but uh, somebody that was in both films. Oh, uh, the, the leader like of, one the of the Col- um, Colombians, the guy who jumps from the building. Mm-hmm. Scorpion. Yes, Scorpion. Yep. Yeah. And it's funny enough, also, there's some shot in the movie, I think, that might explain what I have theory about it. It's not in trivia, I think. The film was originally got rated in C-17. Then they had, I think, to turn it down. Uh, it would times. have been the first film with the new NC-17 rating, but, you know, they toned it down enough that it I think that went to a Philip Kaufman movie, if I'm not mistaken. I think hmm. it had Oma Thurman in it. Interesting. Uh, for those who don't know, I think that's the director of the Rim with Invasion of the Body Snatcher, with Don Sutherland and what's his name, Jeff Goldblum yep. is also in it. I like. I Jeff. love that version. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Way better than the Daniel Craig, um, Nicole Kidman yeah. version. There was also another remake. Also, they, they did. It's with the director of a uh, Bad Lieutenant. Because in Abel, what's mm. it? I think his name. You should see his interview with Conan. <laughs> That's one of the funniest interviews I've met. He went to the interview and he's high. <laughs> the Invasion of the Body Snatchers with Donald actually was a uh, remake of the one from like the 50s. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. I've Jeez. never seen Jeez. the one from the 50s, just lots of clips. Yeah. yeah. It's the same guy who did Dirty Harry, the original. Hmm. Yeah, so for this movie I'm pre- we're talking about today is Predator 2 and that seems to be a great time because everyone seems to be talking about it online. Is it the anniversary something? Yeah. I, I don't know, but it's getting a lot of love online right now. It happens a lot also because and I remember when... rightly so. This movie rips. It's so much fun. <laughs> so much it's so fun. much fun. I also have a question about it at the end of the show. And because 
if not mistaken, something similar happened. Remember, I think we, there was a lot of debate with the Rob Zombie Halloween movies when Halloween Kills came out. Since it's the same thing happened when a sequel comes out, there's a lot of debate. People say, oh, let's revisit the old movies. Even with, was it, with Jurassic World Dominion came out, I saw some people revisiting The Lost World, and it was like, hey, it's in that bad, especially with the sequels that are coming out. Because you know how the sequels are, they make the previous one look less shadier than the other new one. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not sometimes they make it worse. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah there are so- definitely varying degrees of quality of Predator films, for sure. Yeah. God, that last one. Which is so frustrating because the Adrian Brody one, Predator, the Predators, Predators, like just pre- was so good. What what it was is the, the guy Robert who actually like, wrote it or directed it. Yeah, he, he wanted the same style and aesthetic as the first movie and he nailed it. He nailed it. It was good. And I love the whole aspect of like, oh, it was just, I love that film. I love fun that film. Cast too. Really oh, fun God, cast. Yeah. I love Adrian Brody. Topher Grace Marshall was... Marshall Ali's also in it. Yep. I did not know something uh, I read somewhere. I didn't really like um, Lawrence Fishburne. He was okay. But I, I, well, like, he was, he was like fine. It's like a cameo. It's like, hey, do you want to be... A in little bit. Yeah. Just like his take on being crazy was, was a little weird. Arnold's character. But then, then he's like, no, I don't want to be this. And that would have been cool. I would have. I don't think. I think it would have detracted from the film, though, and been distracting. Distracting. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I don't know if he could have pulled it off either, being a crazy person. Mm. He's kind of just Arnold. Oh, no. Yeah. What do you think? What do you want, Gary Busey back? Just like, oh, he, he's God, a robot. God no. <laughs> he actually is crazy. That man yes. is insane. Well, I mean, he had brain damage shortly oh, yeah, before after filming that, this film. The motorcycle accident. Um, yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing because. People talk about Gary, they make fun of him. Is he not mentally well? Gary? No, he's not mentally well. That's he's a crazy person. Why are they making fun of him if, you, if, there's, if he's not mentally well? I've seen a lot of people... Because it kind of brings it on himself by, by how he acts a lot. He... he, he like, I, I've seen some videos of him and his trailer and his artwork. His artwork's interesting, by the way. Actually, like, it's pretty interesting. Um, but no, he... Uh, like, conspiracy theory. He basically goes in the same... Not as bad as Randy Quaid, but the same oh, realm, I would say. Oof. Same realm of like the crazy, um, of where it's just. Does yeah. Gary Busey has an, a social media account? He posts weird stuff on them. He's crazy. Because <laughs> I know Randy, I think, has it and he does it. I think oh, also, Randy's insane. I think also his brother might be, because if you've you you seen The Intruder. That's Dennis Quaid, I think, also has just like basically denounced him as a brother. Just like I'm stepping far, far away from well, him. Jack Quaid's the only positive thing in the Quaid family right now. Oh, the son, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's having a good couple of years. For he's sure. using Superman now, also in an animated show, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I love how cool. he's like um, a Meg Ryan's son as well, and everybody kind of forgets that. Like, he's Meg Ryan's son. Yeah. <laughs> they just focus on the Quaid part. Also, I loved his interview with Jimmy Kimmel. He asked about when Harry met Sally about the diner scene. Why? <laughs> That's <laughs> so awkward. That's I don't like Jimmy. Kim- I don't like Jimmy wow. Kimmel, man. He just. I don't know, I've never really they liked him. Something they were they were talking about something. I think he brought it up because about I think 
think something about the boys that didn't speak. And he was like, since you're talking about this, what was your text about you? His mom, like, his Megan, she's famous for since she's famous for what he was like. I don't know what he said. His mom said, hey, I think she said, hey, it's normal. We do this all the time. Like, it's like it's not something to be ashamed for. I think that's what the response she told him. Uh, I, I just remember her from um, um, all the Tom Hanks movies. Inner Space. No, Inner Space. Mm. Her and Dennis Quaid in Inner Space with Martin Short. That's such a good film. Uh, yep. Is this actually such the remake of your own version of what was that movie with Fantastic Voice? The one where you go inside the human body? Mm-hmm. Is this supposed to be their own new remake? I mean, definitely inspired by it. That's for sure. Um, I have to check something because I don't know if you. But, but yeah, I think who's directing fun. Fantastic Voyage? Let me see. Uh, is he? It's, it's it's a certain sound. I think. Is he? Oh, you can't. I love how they gave Donald Glover, by the way, in the film. Danny Glover, not Donald. I was just yeah, going to yeah. say, wait a minute, it's this is a very different Charles person. Gambino. Like, yep. no, Danny Glover. <laughs> it's so easy to slip up with that, though, isn't it? Oh, it's God, it is. Way too similar. Oh, my God. Um, How they gave yeah, him, uh, he, was, he was fallible. He, 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 had a ter- he was terrified of heights, and he had obsessive compulsive mm-hmm. disorder. Like, when they actually listed all his, like, things on his, he had anxiety, he had obsessive compulsive. Like, he was a normal person and he wasn't that like superhero type bull crap yeah. that everybody yeah, I liked that that was like they, they don't really the they didn't really do that back then they were doing with the dog everybody was the, the, yeah that's how John McLean was like oh that's the guy who can be anyone's dad he can be a superhero a hero I meant yeah I loved that because it was just yeah and by the way was a real person. I googled the, the, the director of Fantastic Voyage I thought he was the guy who did Superman 2 and 3 and turns out no he's the guy who did with Sonya I love it so yeah. It's so bad, yeah. but it's so good. Yeah. Uh, do you want to be a part of the review, Joe? <laughs> Red Sonia. Do it. I suppose that'd be fun to revisit. Yeah. Oh, God. What's her name, Bridget Nelson? Uh, they asked her about the Red Sonia review that apparently is still happening. She said, oh, I'd love to play her mom. I grew up on that movie. Those are the Conan movies. <laughs> yes. Probably should not have watched them as young as I did, but my mom we loved right. them. There's a scene loved those films. A uh, stopless dancer oh. appears and just disappears. I was like, wait, what is that? <laughs> we all watched way too much shit in the 80s and the 90s that the we 80s. probably yeah. shouldn't have at our ages. We grew up on Dark um, Crystal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all the Disney shit that like is way too scary for today's mm-hmm. kids. Even like, cartoons, uh, like you know, Escape from Witch Mountain and yeah. uh, you know, uh, something Wicked This Way Comes, which needs to get on Disney Plus already. No. Um, and also, I don't know if you guys remember. I that. love Jonathan Price. Have in you guys that. seen the Incredible Hulk animated show? No. No. It, it has was in She Hulk. It's the most horniest thing I have ever seen on an animated prose thing. I'm not looking forward to the She-Hulk show. I'm not going to watch it. Mm. No, I, am looking I it love looks... Tatiana Maslany. Yeah. Uh, the moment they showed that booty I just, shot, I was like, it's I'm, I'm in. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I just, I want all the fourth. Oh, I think we just froze. I do like I mean, I, I, I have, breaking. 
I, I don't have anything against yeah. Deadpool. It's just like that's the only Marvel thing or Marvel adjacent thing. She's been doing it in the comic books that stuff has all Breaking that. World. And also, yep. that's a hits up. I think you guys got a little bit, uh, you got you know disconnected, but that thing is fine. But it's not not something serious or anything. So if there's if you guys are listening, there's a small pregnant pause. We got a little bit disconnected, so don't worry. Nothing is changing. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think that when she's transforming, right, like. You would hear it's like, ooh, oh, like, yeah. Like, the animals were very horny when they're just like, someone's lighting my fire when she's turning to the She Hulk. Yeah, that's not great. That's that's gross. It's like, (laughs) why would they do that? Uh, There's a compilation video of her. It's like, there's a scene where she she Uh, goes, that's like she's talking. How old is this? Yes. It's like the Elden Ring voice thing when you're going through it and all the By sounds the way, that that's they the make. Sum, Summer's doing her voice oh. as She-Hulk. They had, yeah. what's when it was name? this uh, animated thing done? Uh, like, how old is this? Let me check. Uh, it's not, let me see. Because I know I'm they just had, curious if it's from an era that people would have thought, oh, this is perfectly fine. Uh, I think it came out the same era as that animated um, 1996. They had Lou Ferrigno doing that the makes Hulk so Hulk. much more sense then. Yeah, uh, still not Luke great. Perry but was it also makes so in the sense. show also. <laughs> Mark Hamill, Matt Rowe, Lisa, Chris Summers. She was a She-Hulk. There's a there's a funny scene where she was. Speaking of Matt Frewer, uh I just saw something about Max Headroom coming back. Oh, I what? Saw that. I like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Gen Even mischief worked up for that. Gen, yeah, Gen X and like early millennials. Me, we're the only ones who know. All right. Yep, also, yep. why isn't Young he a Gen meme X yet? Here for sure. Why isn't he uh, a meme? I know, yet? right? He would be perfect. Was Metro in the Hercules animated film one of the two uh, sidekicks for Hades? I think it's him and um, Bobcat. Um, I don't know. Bobcat and um. Who the heck is the other guy? I forget who the other uh, Pain and Panic. Um, yeah, because I know what's in Hades was James Wood. Even though we yeah. know people don't like it, but he was good in that role. Oh, it is Matt Froh. It's Bob Cannon and, and Matt Froh was Pain and Panic. Okay. Hmm. Reptor was a Hercules dad. Do you guys heard the story about Reptor where he actually fought the director on set for real? He was not. He was an alcoholic, and it was, he was just not not good. He he was pretty abusive to a lot of people on sets. But apparently, first I said the director who he was attacking, he was also being also was not for being an a hole. Also, well, that's why he got fired from Men in Black because he was an alcoholic, a severe alcoholic, and really aggressive. So they just they replaced him with um, Emma what's Thompson? her face, the English woman, yeah, Emma Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. And then he died. Yeah. All right. I think we should talk okay. about the prayer We haven't talked about it. How many minutes? Oh, yeah. We were 40 minutes. I keep trying. Oh, we're 40 minutes. I know, we but you know what? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the best podcasts have nothing to do with the main topic, and yeah. that's okay. Um, I mean, we spent 30 all the minutes gangs. in the beginning of Batman and Robin. I always mention this, talking about bat nibbles and bad butt yep. cracks. <laughs> yeah, oh Landy God, was enjoying it. Like you do. That movie is so bad. That movie right. is so bad. Hate oh. that movie. 
It's not good. No. Which one uh, is the Batman soundtrack. Robin or the, the Predator? Mm. <laughs> Batman and Robin. I would rather go back and watch the Predator. Same. Because that way I could actually see how cool the Predator looked compared to all the other costumes in the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah, I think you, you hate super to shit good? on anything that Stan Winston did. No, but, I you don't. Know. Yeah, I don't like. I don't watch Supergirl because no, or uh, the Flash. The film. There's a super. Oh, the movie with uh, the girl from um, Supergirl. Uh, her name's Slater. Last yeah, name Slater. Slater. I think Helen Slater. Slater. Peter O'Toole's also in it, and what's her name? Um, Faye Dunaway. She's the villain. It's not a good movie. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> Which not. Is, was this I watched super... it when I was a kid. This yep. one or, or Batman Robin? Supergirl or Batman Robin? Which one's worse? Oh. I would have to rewatch Supergirl, and I don't want to. Yeah, because <laughs> people say that Supergirl is worse than Batman and Robin. I think they're just both equally bad. Yeah. Just bad. At least because just Batman bad. Robin had a plot, not Supergirl, because then there's there's no plot for the film. <laughs> she was a cousin, saving things. I don't know. I'm trying to defend it for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh. uh so yeah, no, it starts off with like literally like the coolest and ridiculously badass. And I say ridiculous because he keeps sticking his head out that damn car with guns and like bullets and everything fly at him. And he's just like dodging bullets. Yeah. Starts off that way. But I like the gangs and the gang fights are actually based off of real stuff that had happened in the 70s and 80s. And like it was like really intense. And Yeah. Yeah. But, like, that was, like, the craziest... Well, that was not how... It started off... No, it begins with uh, with yeah. a fake shot, because they tried to make a fake shot that, oh, you will send the jungle, you will hear the soundtrack, you hear, like, the yeah. jungle drums. They tried to... I mean, for me, it did that normal because you can clearly see the, the, the streets, and it was like, what jungle has streets called? Yeah. Shout out to another awesome Alan Silvestri score, right? Yeah, thank God they brought him back for this one. Mm-hmm. Why do you think I love the score is great in this, too. Drums are so good. Yeah. I love those drums. They're iconic now. Yeah. I remember when, what was it, the reveal for, what was it, the Predator came on, when, when they, I was watching the reaction with the uh, kind of funny, but they had, I think, what's his name, Fran and Greg, uh, Andrea, and what's his name, Tim, they were reacting to it. They were saying, oh, what's that, is this a Socom game? The moment I heard that drum, I was like, oh my God, that's Predator. And then Greg, and then the, you see the camouflage, Greg, Predator, he starts calling out for Nick. <laughs> I loved that game. Yeah. I remember actually I was playing with Snowback Mike and Greg and Nick and everybody and Andy got on and started playing with us. And like Mike, I was so like fangirling, like a little dumb. And they said my name and Greg's like, oh, Lynn McBeth, we know her. And I was like, what? What? Because <laughs> I remember you named up doing one of KFGD when, when it was your birthday. They did a shout out for you. Yeah, that was um, please be excited, Ben. He he had them call out and try to get me to play play games with me back in 2020, right at the beginning. Wow. Yeah, I was sad though because it was M Rom Con that not announced it out, and I'm not a fan of him. He was so wow. doomy, gloomy about everything. It was just you I couldn't get on board. I with... remember there was a one time they were, he was he was reading the sub. Everything was quiet when they were with the scientists, and then the next day it's like Kevin a few minutes he was about to end the show. Then I think it was. Gabe asked, he was like, um, Kevin, Emma, Mark was meeting me when he was reading this. I was like, wait, what? 
Did he have to check for real? And he starts laughing. He was muted. <laughs> he was like, I don't know what mistake, but still funny. He was like, okay. So the fake out and uh. the whole beginning feels like Robocop. And my mom was like, did I watch the right movie? Because with the news, yeah. they're, they're showing the gang violence. And the whole time you see, like the whole time you're watching like, the interview of the uh, predator, like he's looking at the camp trying to find his next target. Okay, who should I hunt? I also love that it's 1990, but this is the far off future of 1997. <laughs> yeah. I like that it's only seven years different, like the other movies. They take it years later. Yep. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, they did predict that there's going to be a metro in, in LA. Mm. Yep, that was brand new when they were filming this movie. <laughs> yeah. and, God, oh, that was a good scene, too. Yeah. So you see, like the police are. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, there, like I mentioned, um, uh, Beth, she mentioned like the scene, like the the cops, the, the gangster fighting each other, like they can't save them. It's like, how do we can we go? And then, and then one Harrington comes in, who's played by the great Danny Glover, and he comes into the rescue. And I will tell you something because he actually was good in the film. Even like, he's not the like you guys mentioned, he's not the typical like you know action superhero compared to Arnold. But I think he did a great yeah. job with the film. I think he had just yeah. done Lethal Weapon. Yes, he did. Because so, like, he, he, he had that other cop thing. Of them by then. Yeah. yeah it's the same producer, Joel Silver. He's like, I'll bring Danny Glover, Gary Busey, and the guy who plays the captain in the movie to be in this film. Yep. Because he was, I think, they the They actually made a Lethal Weapon Easter egg about that. Like, like he says, uh, says a name in there, or whatever. That's what it said on IMDb in the, the trivia. He, like, says a name, basically... Where it's it's um yeah an Easter egg for Lethal Weapon. <laughs> so he was like, "How can we save the cafeteria?" I have an idea. Like, they they planned it. He said, "I'm gonna drive my car and go and go save them and block the the shooting range." Because, and I do like that. He also they placed like to to arm to in front of the the other side of the door. Like they placed some was it a uh, bulletproof vest? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, but uh, he's dodging bullets. Yes. He's dodging bullets. <laughs> And I do like the fact that his the back of his tongue there's weapons also. He has mm-hmm. the velcroed scope on the revolver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The revolvers are all customized. Just... Like there's one with the the flashlight and then so I feel like, like it's basically like a video game where you can customize your weapon and like, or on Fallout when you can build your own. I literally that's how I feel like that revolver was. It was like yeah. yeah. I know. So he he succeeded in saving the the two the two officers who were injured, but then the gang saw that they're getting losing. It's like let's just retreat in the building, unknown to them. Like when they're about to enter the building, the predators he's not he's sneaking, he's planning to attack them. But but mm-hmm. we see like Harrigan and his team they are about to enter. Um, his team which consists of right now is um, Danny Archuleta and Leona Cantrell, who were played oh, by yeah. Ruben Blades and Maria Conchita Alonso. Uh, do you look at who Marie Conchen Alonso is from? What movie? Um, I don't remember what movie she's from, but I do know that she yeah, was I a. Can't either. Uh, she, she was, was in the a. Running Man. She was a. Yes. The, the female. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. She uh she actually was a beauty pageant winner yeah. from uh from Cuba. Oh uh, yeah, because that she is. And also, uh, what's it? Uh, Ruben Blades. Do my recognize him recently? He's in the Fear of the Walking Dead. The TV. I like show. him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, don't think yeah I love his character in this film. It's a shame mm-hmm. that you know. Wow, well. it was cut short um, so soon. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know why it reminds me of that scene in Alien. We'll talk about it later. Uh, so, he, he, so they, they, they are, they are, they're trying to plan to attack him, but they get told that their captain, uh, who, who, who later we find is played by Robert Davi. I think his name was Paul? You like Robert Davi, uh, Joe? Oh, God, he's been in so much cool shit, let's be fair. Dude, Goonies. Mm-hmm, Even with, mm-hmm. He's great. Die Hard. He's so many movies. And I think he's a, I he think plays he's such a, a mug jerk. In, is he a mug in real life? Robert Davi? He's a... Because is he a what? He did is he... A MAGA. MAGA supporter, I think. Oh, God. Because I know he did a movie with Gina Corano about the Biden son, and you got a Monica, and you think you could get the idea what this movie is about. You don't need to be telling me these things and, you know, raining on my Robert Davi parade here. Hey, look, Come on look, now. At least the <laughs> artist subjective, like, if you, could, you watch this movie, like, I mean, look, I still love Mel Gibson. I know he's, he's a hor- he says some horrible stuff. I don't know if he's still a horrible yeah. person or not, but. Well, I can always go back and think, yeah, Robert Davi did play one of the worst Bond villains ever. So yeah, oh, License to Kill, like he was the. That time had Benicio del Toro. I remember watching. Is that Benicio del Toro? Yeah, it did. <laughs> he gets turned into. Yeah. A, he gets grinded he's, also. He's this thing. Do you remember? Yep. He's heavily Republican. Yeah. Yeah, with he had a quote on George W. Bush and the war on terrorism. We have to protect America, and I think that thank God we have this administration and this president. Yeah. That's on that. That's the only one I can see though here. But mainly, I'm just looking at his trivia. It's so much worse. Even what's his name? Uh, I don't want. I don't want to rain your parade about about people. Because we talked about Tim Tim Allen, you know, and 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 you said you have. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, guy's just kind of an asshole. Most people are. I mean. Yeah. Especially Kevin Sorbo, also, who apparently wants to make a movie about Trump, also. You know what? Let him. Yeah. Just gonna be go about can, can Alec Baldwin or Johnny Depp play him? <laughs> They'll be like, fuck, no. It's going to be Kevin Sauber billing Trump. It's gonna be him. They both did a him. really good job. Johnny yes. Depp did a really good job. I think Johnny Depp, I, think, I don't know if his studio would want to work with him because they still, you know, with the public, everything's mixed about him and Amber Heard. Even for people think, man, man. But still, I think he also, I don't, mind, I don't know if he want to work with the studio after. Because I think they released uh, the sealed documents, by the way, from the court cases, and she comes off way worse now, even more so. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I wonder if maybe they're replacing it with Ben Affleck. Did you guys saw the photo that <laughs> just Mawa posted? <laughs> People are saying maybe she's now she's, he's gonna replace Mera and Aquaman too. <laughs> Imagine the love scene well, between Batman and Aquaman. <laughs> I just keep hearing that little clip in my head. Give me back my wig. Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. All right, continuing on. Yeah, so yeah. they go into the building. Yes. And we see the better. He jumps in on the gang. They're about to let's go fight them. Led by El Scorpio. The movie's called El Scorpio. And like I think Joe mentioned, he's played one of the actors who was a painter. He, wanted, he played one of the art soldiers in the first Predator film. The predator he jumps in, but the, the, then we see the officers, you see an explosion. It's like, let's get in, this thing's getting deadly. But however, when he's about to re- you see that Scorpio is freaking out, coming shooting guns at them. And then Harrigan starts chasing him. It's like, drop the gun. Oh, they're on the roof. 
But however, unknown mm-hmm. to Hannigan, the predator is behind him and he's camouflaged. But you know what? That's the thing because I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because his camouflage decision is not doesn't work well as in the jungle because I feel like the jungle it camouflages the predator very well, and I'm glad that they point out yeah you can see him very clearly in this one. Yeah. Yeah, he, he Scorpio sees the predator. He starts to shoot him, but Harry can think he was about to shoot him, and then he ends up shooting you know Scorpio and he falls to the to the ground. Harrigan goes on. We find out he suffered from a. a uh, what's it called? Uh, I have the word. Fear of heights. Yes, Forget uh, the word. Yes, Ar- acrophobia. That's how you nice pronunciation. Yeah, acrophobia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then he turns around. He sees like uh, the the predator and the conflict, but he thinks it's just a hallucination from because of the heat wave and the acrophobia. Is the heat wave supposed to be like a something commentary on something? On climate change, probably. There was also a crap ton of heat waves in LA during that time in those years. In California, like, yeah, there there was massive amounts of heat this waves. This reminds me, I think, of Blade Runner because I think they did something similar. Like you said, in the futuristic, but same time you see, like there's there was some climatic disaster stuff, right, Joe? So you did, they were trying to yeah. pull a Blade Runner. In yeah, this the far one. off future of November 2019. Yeah. Hey, that was what's it? Where's my flying cars? Yeah. And yeah. where's our yeah, flying Yeah, god damn it. <laughs> we were promised that as children. Where's our flying yes, cars? Yes, we were. A fly, yes, flying we skateboard from Back to the Future. We were promised this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they go on to see like the, the room. The, the gang defined they were very brutally murdered. It's like, what happened? They suspect it's like this might, might be the Jamaicans, but they feel like, how did they enter in and they escape without us noticing? And yep. And, and they were already hung up upside down and actually like the physics of all that left in the body. They were all talking like, yeah, it was like, uh, how? And he didn't finish, yep. you know, because he didn't finish skinning because we all know that the better he hangs them up and he skins them. He didn't finish skinning them because later we see him grabbing the body later, the predator after they leave. Yep. Yeah. So they, get, mm. they go up. So they exit the room and then uh, the, their captain, uh, is, it, is it Paul? It was played by Robert Dovey. We call it Robert Dovey. Instead, he tells him, like, why did you disobey this direct order? Now, now you're off the case that the feds are coming. And then you see, like, the helicopters come in. Man, I mentioned Mark. There's also another MAGA guy in this film, too. Adam Baldwin is also in it. Yeah, yeah his name is Phil. Captain Phil Hyman. Yeah. Oh, Adam Baldwin was amazing. Jane? Love Jane. I, I keep forgetting he's been in movies so long. So long. Yeah. Even like, he games. is always in the... Yeah, in Halo he's and been in a lot of stuff. Hmm. Yeah. I love Jane. Oh, that's uh, Jane. That's his Firefly character, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he was in Mass Effect. He's been in so much, like absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, because I remember I, I was later. I was like, man, mm-hmm. this guy looks. Is Chuck. that Adam Baldwin? They had to Google. It's like, oh, it is him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, because we see later Gary Busey enter and entering also the the area with this team, and then later he goes back to his office and you see this very crowded place. Like, wow, and crime is very rampant at that time. And then, it's very RoboCop too. This, like, uh, I mentioned it, like it feels like RoboCop. It's like, man, let's take mm-hmm. everything from RoboCop in this film with the the police stuff. Well, that's one thing they is that create a lot of police departments like that back then in those movies. One thing is that like very crowded. Out of working, control. Yeah, they're working really and hard the and like. Yeah. 
mostly because I think it's because he's not a black guy. Because you know, if they had a black, he would scream at him. It's like, hey, again, how could you're supposed to be out there? Blah blah blah. Like you know, like all the cop that the black who always screams at this yeah, Robocop had weapon. this. Yeah. <laughs> because so basically, he goes out and talks to his chief, and then he tells him like, hey, did you, he introduced him to Gary Busey, who's who plays that uh, agent. Uh, what was that? It's Agent Keys. Keys. He tells him, like, hey, we're taking over this federal investigation, but he suspects there's BS because he knows that he's hiding something from him. And then he also, at the same time, he gets introduced uh, to Lambert, who's played by Bill Baxton, who's basically, like we mentioned, he's playing his character from Aliens. Yeah, Yeah, he's like a toned-down Hudson. And, yeah, he's awesome. (laughs) It's so good. Because oh my goodness! For me, I watched it. It's like yeah, he's good, but at the same time, it's like he's just playing the same character, like because you know, like yeah, a yeah. slapstick character. Yeah. Everybody yeah, like in all these movies, comic relief. yeah, comic relief. Yep. Yeah. Did mm. the the person had one with Keegan Michael Key? The one to Shane Black movie, the one with Boyd Holbrook, was Keegan Michael Key? Oh, that that's character? right. Yeah. Was he that comic relief? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It, as much as he could be. Um, I remember that, you know, I, there, there was a set photo got released of basically the Predator. He's hanging out on, on, on what was it, uh, a tank and he's doing the Nixon, like, <laughs> And then it seems like you see the other side of the door of the tank is open. And you see Keegan Michael be coming out looking at the Predator. What's he doing? One thing I did notice about this movie, though, um, the media and the portrayal of the media in with all of that, that was really interesting, especially for back then. Well, the guy like, who, I liked the... What's his name? Uh, the, the reporter Pope. who's been chasing them a lot. Hope. Yeah, that guy, I think he's, from what from I understand, he actually he has used to own, like, a trash TV, like, to actually call the... His name is, uh, I think, Miley Downey Jr., if, that's, if I'm not mistaken. He's not yeah. like to Robert Downey Jr. or anything, but... He used to own like a talk, talk, talking show like on on TV called the Mary Downey Jr. show. It was like, which apparently is very. I mean, he himself is a controversial figure. So it's like, yeah, just come and play yourself in this movie. <laughs> so was, oh yeah, so they get into the uh, to Lambert. Then next day it cuts to at night when you see like a penthouse, a couple's having sex, and then later the Jamaicans they start crashing, and do you find out oh, the guy is actually you know the leader of the Colombians? And they're here to say, we're here to, to not just create, but also to trap your soul. They're about to do like the ritual voodoo magic, but they, they kill him, but they get interrupted by the predator. And this is something I find very weird. Did you guys notice that the predator is not, his weapons was not uh, invisible? Yeah. Also, he had a bunch of different weapons. They actually talked about that in uh, all the trivia. Basically, they expanded on all the weapons, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. I think we're in a couple of them from the comic books too. They like they drew straight up. I mean, did you yeah, say they that grabbed them straight from there. Did did you grab lots from the comic book? Because I remember they said they want to see the reception how to the comic before they greenlit the film. That mm-hmm. was that what I've heard. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and that was the thing. was very successful at they, the time. Why weren't the weapons in, 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 in invisible part with the club? Because later we see in like, the movie like you see the other prisoners come out and you see all the weapons were invisible with with their clock. I think that was for the audience watching the movie. People wanted to see that. That's literally the only explanation that makes sense. Uh, other, yeah. it would they should be invisible. I mean, if he's grabbing onto it, right? Like it's part of his technology. 
supposedly, but um, I think it's literally so they could showcase all the new weapons and show everybody and be like, and oh, that's so cool looking. Yeah. I mean, and toys. Yeah. Because at that yeah. time... And toys. Know, dude, that was the time when all rated movies were being sold as toys. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Robocop, Terminator, and Predator. Yeah, Toys were up. They still are, but they were up. Yeah. Big, that's a lot of the money from movies came from toys. Yeah. This house, George Lucas became successful with Star Wars toys. Yep. He, oh, yeah. He had the rights. It's like, you know, because he had everything the music right, the merchandising right, film rights, everything. Because when the Star Wars came out, it became successful. It's like, oh, you, the Fox, let's make a sequel. It's like, you can't. You have to ask George Lucas permission for it because he has the full like, control because nobody believed him. And mm. so uh, he kills everyone with the exception of that girlfriend or the love or whatever. And then later we see them like they arrive, Hannah and his team, they arrive. And then they enter inside and they notice that all the Jamaicans have been hanged and skinned with the exception of the Colombian leader. And we all know if you know the predator because that's, that's not what he was his target. He was targeting the, the other team. Yeah. And then they, they notice actually, you know, two things. One is the, is the woman who, who's left alive. She tells them like in Spanish, like, it was the demon, like the devil. And then you, and then with Danny, he noticed like a spear up on the roof. It's like something is. Yep, spear tip. Yeah. Yeah, it's up on the roof. A the, little. Yeah. They were about to go and get, but then keys come and trap. It's like leave, dude. You don't have any restrictions. They leave, and then what's it? Um, Harrington tells Lambert to chase like the ample to see where she's going, and he tells Danny at night when after everyone's gone, go inside and try to get the the spear tip. So they actually, you see him in the bar and he tells them, it's like, hey, I tried chasing them. And then he tells them that Keys is actually, he has very involved with them. And he said when he was chasing them, he lost them at the, is this, is this what he said? He lost them at the slaughterhouse? Or was it later? I thought it was, Maybe. It was later. And this is either the first or the second time that, oh, surveillance is my specialty. You know, everything is his specialty, right? It's, it's, his, specialty. it's his character's shtick. Yeah. 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 He even I said, I'm super lucky. Well, define lucky. We'll talk about Luck it is later. my middle name. Yeah. <laughs> so after everyone leave, oh yeah, but I remember. I think he tells them monitor keys, see what he's doing. So I didn't you tell me. I think that's later. He tells them where he loses them. Because he tells. I think this one is where he tells them like she, the the keys went to her and they took her. And then after that, Danny goes to the party. After everyone left, he go climbs up to 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 grab the spear from the roof. Right as he's mm-hmm. about to grab it, he hears like the because the bad he mimics voice, he mimics, you know, Harrington's voice, Danny voice. It's like Harrington, he turns around, he sees the predator. And then he kills him. And we see it off screen. And then we see like what's it his was it his necklace or is it? Yeah, his, yeah, necklace, his necklace is ripped off. Yeah. And because the predator blood he dripping takes on it. it. Because he takes it as a trophy. Mm. And then after that I think is when we see like the captain is talking to him, it's like, I told you to not get the unveil in the this Robert Davik at the time deal with this. Let, let Keys and his team handle this. He was like, no, it's not this very personal. He, he was my partner, my friend of all these years. I'm going to avenge him. And then he, he goes on to, what was it? Uh, Cantrell, Leona Cantrell, his other partner and Lambert. He tells he tells Lambert, go continue following Keys. And he says, get me in contact with King Willie. That's the Jam- Jamaican leader, right? Yeah, the ki- yeah, the, yeah, the leader. Yeah. Just, yeah. So, uh, and after I'm not mistaken, what happens next? After that, uh, they met up in the alleyway. 
and he got information saying it's not him, it's not him, kind of deal. Like it's it's the he like explains to him, and then he leaves, and that's when it's behind him. Oh, uh, because and, after that they go to the yeah, forensic like walk detective. Into the water thing. There was a forensic answer. They hand her the spirit. She tells him like, oh wait, I. She, she, she tells him like the matter of this. He feel like doesn't feel like any of the fits in any of the matters of like weapons. And then when he gives her the spirit, she shakes it for elements. He said, none of the elements is from the periodic table. It's like it's not from this world. Yeah. That's where it's when they leave. And then, and then once the king Willis men they come. It's like, hey, you want us to meet you? And then Lambert tells him, hey, do you want me to come? And it's like, no. I didn't. As they're driving, he's like, oh, the numbers. He doesn't forget to take it. To go out there to meet King King Willie, <coughs> uh, Hannington specifically, and I do like he comes out like lay off the smoke, <laughs> the car, everything. <laughs> this was kind of very stereotype. All the Jamaicans they smoke a lot of weeds. Yeah, well, not only that, they they messed up a lot of different things with that because that's was nobody. Yeah, eighties, nineties. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, but like, no, him, like when the predator, after they have their conversation and the predator drops down and like that scream and like pulling the knife and everything. Oh my God. Yeah. That cane is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cut to the head and yeah, mm-hmm. that's all. The, the yep. boy season it's two premiere ripped off this scene. What season two? The boys. The boys. Boys, oh, because I've never. I go- only watched the first season of The Boys. Uh, be, um, I don't want to spoil it to you because I think if you guys saw the oh, second I season, had a lot spoiled. I think it might be a nod to this scene. Uh, so you know how he hangs him <laughs> before that he meets up with King Will. He tells him like this is not for me. This and he sees him like I think because I think I read somewhere that Jamaicans they, they see him like it's just, like a ghost or supernatural creature, the predator. And then mm-hmm. after he tells him you have to be prepared to fight him. And then after he leaves this one. The scene comes and he decapitates and then with the scream, the car away. <laughs> yep. And then after that, you see the painter like he's um, he's trying to you know, to take so he takes off, off his skull and he to use it, cleans it up to make it a trophy for its collection. Yep. Buffs it to a well polished sheen. Yeah. Has um. everything. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's like Batman with his utility belt. He has one for cleaning the trophies, one for <laughs> his mid kit. Even that to pull out the fuel, I remember he thinks, I thought, I thought first he was drinking his liquid through a straw where he's drinking his brains. Just find, oh no, he's just extracting the liquid from the brains for a skull. God. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, so after that is when they, they he, he's Lampard the next day, he talks, he's talking to them on the phone. They tell him like, hey, we, no, the FBI, the FBI has taken the risk, all the detail and DNA stuff. Said the only thing that they found is a blood sample that belonged to, to a cattle and the homeless. They say that it sounds like something from a slaughter. Then, that's where you know, um, because Lambert, because doing after you know, Danny said he tells him I lost on the slaughter. He tells this the slaughter. That's where I lost him. He tells him the location of the slaughter that they lost him. And then, what's it? Harrington tells Lambert and Cantor to to meet them at. At the last location, because he believes that's where we might find the killer. The Harrington, you know, later we see him, he goes to the grave of his friend, and then you see a family come and a kid comes and he sees the predator. It's like, he doesn't, because they say that predator, one of the that he doesn't kill, you know, children. And the kid are like, Do you want candy? Did he take the candy? Want a piece of candy? I don't know if you guys think he want took the candy. Candy? Do you think he took the candy or not? Probably not. No. no, I don't think he would know what candy was. 
I don't know, maybe that's why it's easy. It's like, let's hunt for candies later. <laughs> and then because, I think, uh, did he left the, why did he left the necklace, the dance necklace for Harrington? Just to taunt him, I think. Yeah. Get him more angry. Make him, yeah, because, I mean, it's the whole rivalry thing that he wants the, yeah. yeah. Because he wants to see a rival, because he wants to make collection. Because he only collects stories of people who think are worth the people who find him, who he deems worthy. Yep. A good warrior. But that's why, because King Willie, mm -hmm. you know, he took his skull because he challenged him. He's like, I want to challenge you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's in the metro there. They're actually, you see Lambert and Consider talking. And meanwhile, you see, do you notice that the gang, they're harassing again. Then he pulls out a gun and then the gang pull out the gun. They let the passage, everyone's gone. That's just very Paul Verhoeven, this scene. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Especially with the yep, tone, like and, you mentioned, uh, the Robocop tone. Yeah, yeah, but uh, they decide. Oh shit, we got we got to do some cop shit here now. You know, we yeah, gotta that, that go intervene and. And then people's like, "Hey, let's leave leave them for me." The Pedro comes and he crashes down. Then the thing the lights turn up, and I think the reason I don't know if you guys you don't stop. I couldn't see a thing. It's like wait, wait, what? I don't know if this is a good scene you guys were mentioning. But the metro I, scene, yeah. Because um, that, I think the reason they did this, like I mentioned, because the film got rated in C seventeen original I feel that they might, they might have reshoot it maybe to avoid maybe they to get an R rating. Maybe that's the reason why it looks like this. Maybe. Yeah. So you see him like he's killing the passenger, like the people, and then what's their name? Uh, I forgot. Cancel like Lambert says. Cancel. Google take the take the people safe. I'll distract the predator. He starts. Shooting him with the gun, he starts running out of bullets. And then you, I didn't notice you say that he throws a ball at him. Yeah, so he has a rubber ball, and it's like his little thing, um, like his little character or whatever. And she is getting Leonia is getting every all the passengers escaping, um, because there's just a bunch of gunfire and everything's happening. So she's trying to get everybody to escape, and so it's just Lambert left, and he sees the predator, and like he's like. Using all the weapons around him, and eventually just picks up a machete because yeah. like he's he threw his ball. He had nothing left. Yeah. And then, <laughs> of course, and after that, uh, what's the name? Uh, cancer. Like she 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 stops him by using the emergency brake. She starts. Mm -hmm. She goes. She yeah, after she on. gets everybody off the train yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. She goes on to check on to see what happened. If his lamp is okay or not, but she finds him dead and hanged. The pattern. He grabs attack. He wants to attack, but feeling the infrared, he sees that she's pregnant. He says, I'm not going to harm a pregnant woman. And he leaves her. Mm -hmm. But because of that, she gets shot and she fainted. Harrington uh, comes in. He finds her like she's being, like cancer is being dragged into, into, the, into, the, into an ambulance to be taken to a hospital. And the details like she's pregnant. I love that part. It made me laugh so hard because that's not what EMTs do or paramedics they don't like oh. automatically check your tummy and like oh, she's pregnant like i was like that's not how that works but maybe in the far off future of 1997 they have exactly. that technology no. uh, I, i'm detecting fetal heartbeats this woman is pregnant i mean oh, no. that's just like that's literally what they said and i'm just like i don't know like no, we say we don't know no? how 1997 you know according to this board how medicine is that technology got advanced maybe he's wearing a very special version of What's it called? This a one stethoscope. Yeah, a stethoscope. Yeah, stethoscope. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the one we'd use for the safe also. <laughs> mm -hmm. Every time they oh, get God. lost. So he has his downstairs to, to find to find Lambert's body, but he tells him, like, Lambert's body is nowhere to be found. 
And then the Hector knows the blood that he's... Why didn't the police even notice the blood and they just said you couldn't find? He follows the blood. Plot. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. follows the blood that, and he sees like the pair that he pulls like... He knows the pair pulling out Lambert's skull from and spine from his body. And he's already dead body, so he might have said was already dead. Then Hector starts chasing him and then... And then for, on, coming out from the roof, he starts jumping on cars. And then that, what's his name? Paul? What's the, that... That reporter, he starts following, and then he punches him. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then he, he's in the sky, starts chasing the predator on drive, crashing to place stuff. Right when he reached the slaughterhouse, like Keys managed to they crash into his car. And they drag him inside the room, and then where he sees Keys, and he explains to him, like, we're trying to monitor this alien. They tell him, like, this is an alien who hunts down for sport. And he tells him, like, a few years ago, they, they found in Col- was it Colombia? That was the first setting of the first movie? I don't remember. Was it the Colombian or South, South, this I know South they filmed America. in Mexico. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's a specific country that they mentioned. I think they shot it in Mexico. Maybe, maybe something they, they say. They, say they did. They left a lot of stuff left over in Mexico, like the helicopter and everything. They're still there. They they, they abandoned the set and just left a bunch of trash. Yeah, this is story itself, like the behind awesome. drama with the first one. It just says Central American jungle. Yeah. Yeah, so he tells yeah. them, like, it, they, they encountered them and said they did some research. Apparently, like, there's more to this into them. He hunts people for, for sport and he takes them as trophies, like, whatever he thinks is worthy. He said that we're now we're trying to travel because he said they know that he's come to slaughter because he needs a place to, to stay safe and he eats on food. So then we're planning now a trap. We're putting up some UV lights and we're wearing, like, anti-heat suits that he won't detect our heat because he uses, like, an and for it, you know, camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they discovered that because when they debriefed um, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the first Dutch. movie, yeah, yeah. The, yeah Dutch, uh, with all the mud, he's like, he. that's how they knew that he, he, they saw heat. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, they talked about how basically he, they mentioned Dutch, I think, in the movie and how he went missing. Yeah. Like he was in a hospital for radiation sickness, right? That's what they were going to do. And then that he was went missing. To be, yeah. 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 Which I'm not surprised that he went missing. Them, oh, there's radiation, but there's maybe no radiation. Did there might them? have been. I mean, it was a mushroom cloud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Different kind of, yeah, like it, there was a mushroom cloud. I mean, it was a tactical already. nuke on his yeah. arm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if that's, it even dimension that like, it blew up, how many radius did because he says that imagine what would do if it blew if it was in the city. But then D finds out like Hankton that they're not trying to catch the bed, they're trying to not to kill him, they're trying to catch him to study it. And then Keith and his men they go out there to catch the predator, but the predator like, he does sense like it there's one thing I like about the predator, he's like he's a smart alien. Sometimes because remember that the scene the first predator when he arms like, don't come in, kill me, he gets suspicious, like is he planning Three hundred city blocks. Yes. And, and then that's what I like, but because he's actually a smart creature, like he, he also like, you know, he's like, I'm not gonna kill him. I'll pick my target specifically. Who should I pick? And then he act, so he knows like he, he changed his like in, in his visor to see to sit on the location. He finds the best sitting. He finds like the, the one where he starts following, detecting through the lights. They did him. He saw he started attacking. Then he, they tried to warn. It's like ah, what are you, what are you doing, Harrington? Leave us alone. But he's like getting them. Yeah, this is a one. very aliens moment right here. Like Ripley inside the armored personnel character trying yeah. to talk them through everything. Yeah. 
And then of course he he leads like I'll do it on my own. He takes his armor suit and the shotgun, his rifle, and then he's like I'll handle the pair on my own. He starts attacking the pair, and then the pair like he does like thing. You think he killed G Gary Busey, but he didn't. I uh, meant to say keys, man. Uh, whatever. They're both the same. did guys. <laughs> so he starts chasing the pair, and then he starts. Then the pair and he he defeats him, hanging uh, using his shotgun. You think that he killed him? And then he goes on. He unmasks him. He even said you want. He was about to see his still line. You want ugly? Then the the monster grabs him. Motherfucker! He throws him. This actually, I think there's two theories of how we learned this word. Because I found Lambert says it when he when before he kills him. And the second theory is that they believe that apparently, I think in the novelization, one of the aliens for VP prayer that they established that devices like they record the audios and then they send it to their home planet. You see, maybe yeah, that's how uh, for um, posterity, is that what it's called? Posterity would like it basically to sure. prove that they had a, a good hunt and an honest hunt. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, for like the tribes and everything. This also, I think, is a breathing mask because we see him later that he's injured trying to breathe the alien. So, so basically, the president he grabs his shot, he smashes, and he's about to kill him. But Keys came, he's like, "Hey, leave him for me. I want to take him." But then he decapitates him with the with the, with the flying disc. He starts. I thought to he chopped him in half. Yeah, they were supposed. It was supposed to be a lot more graphic too. You were supposed to see his like his intestines and everything drop. Like to the drop floor. out. Yeah. It was the only yeah. blood coming. Why do I remember that though? I remember the intestines dropping no. out. Well, they did that in a future. Uh, I think it was in uh, Aliens versus Predator Requiem, uh, where they have a similar type of kill. Okay. Um, is this the one with? The yeah, alien? I know, right? It's <laughs> that movie is very strange. I'm there's another topic for another discussion. I need to rewatch it sometime. No. I've only ever seen it, it not the on once. Hulu? I've tried. I tried watching it again, and it's don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. I, I, I quit halfway through because I was like, this is just not good. And I remember it being better than the first Alien vs. Predator when really? I first watched them. Because I remember yeah, the the opposite. Opposite. When I first, first watched it, I think I liked it better I think because. People hated the first AVP because it was PG 13, not R. Maybe that's one reason yeah. people. Yeah, and the second it. one was definitely R. And for some reason, it was very <laughs> yeah, dark. There's a lot more gore. Because mm -hmm. I remember people say it's the way they couldn't see and beat. But someone remember on Twitter pointed out that this, they believe that this was me done at post because the trailer came out and not everything was dark as it is in the film. They did kill kids in that one though. Yeah. That was unheard of for like those movies. They killed kids. Who killed the predator or the aliens? Because I know predators. Uh, aliens. Yeah, because the they impregnated children. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they never they alluded to that in all the other films, but they never showed it, and they actually showed it. That's explain um, why everything is dark in the, the movie because the cover up not to get an NC seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, because Oh you know, dude, when he they're on the fighting on the, 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 the rooftop. The rooftop. Yeah, and it chops off the arm and all that. Oh my god. Yeah. They actually after that they had a one armed stunt man yeah. play the predator. I think that's That I think was the coolest fact that I read about this film. I was like, that is awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. And I do like it. This thing, we get to see him, like, so basically it's a clip to, to specify more about this. Like, they're on the rooftop, you know, um, Harrington, he jumps like, on the pet and they both fall, but they do not fall. But he's on the ledge, the, the pet is holding his hand, and then the pet is like, I'm going to self-destruct myself. But Harrington, mm -hmm. he, he reacted by severing his, his arm. And then you see him, like, he falls into a bathroom. And, and I do like this scene, like, he's, you see, like, he has a medical equipment. Like, I guess he's, he's mm -hmm. pulling a page from Batman. 
Like, you know, he's, yeah. he, he's trying to catheterize his wounds. He's on his severe and, and I love the lady whose apartment yeah. this is. You know, you got Jeopardy playing in the background. And, <laughs> and then later he screams, smashes down, and then Harrington, we see him like he's trying to fight his acrophobia, he's trying to get to the bathroom. And at the moment she, she's really, she's about to hit him. It would be funny if she hit the feather with the broom. <laughs> And then my friend was like, you're a worthy champion. He takes her skull, and then he goes back to his bed. Why did you take her skull? Oh, she hit me with a broom. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every time you see a friend or a broom, they think it's a deadly weapon. I just I like it when Harrington makes his way in, and he's like, it's okay, ma'am. I'm I'm the police. And like, she's like, honey, I don't think he cares. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, yes. I think she said, I don't care. He gives a shit, something like this. Yeah, yeah, it was so like good. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. Oh. He follows him out, and then he, he, under the elevator, you see that he has broken a hole in that elevator. He goes on, and he finds that he's actually, there's a spaceship belonging to him in the, in the ground. He walks in. Sure. He, he enters inside the, the spaceship, and that's where he sees the trophy, and then we see the Easter egg, everyone starts freaking out. The Xenomorph Skull, and for what I've read, mm-hmm. that was not actually a planned thing. It's like the Mickey Universe. Basically, Stan Winston, like he came back to, and his team, they came back to do like the, the makeup and the creature design. They was like, we need to put skulls. So it's like, oh, right, let's put the Xenomorph Skull since Fox owns it. It's like, eh, it'll be okay with it. So they put it on that. So like, no one will know Yeah, because everybody loved those Aliens versus Predator comics yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that first, that first run of those is just. Perfect in my mind. And I want I to read. I also want to read Robocop them. versus Terminator. Did you? There's read? also a uh, Robocop versus Terminator versus Aliens. Um, Is it? Wasn't yeah, there? I think it's that was, funny that yeah. Robocop was originally Judge Dredd. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense though. Yeah, yeah. no, it was one. originally that's what it, it was supposed to be a Judge Dredd movie, and then they kept rewriting it and rewriting it and rewriting it. And it became uh, RoboCop instead. That's why he's the whole mask thing, and yeah, yeah. So okay, so after that, then he gets Hankton gets gets in the one final fight with the Predator. He uses like because after he severed like smart disc, the smart disc. He uses the so smart cool. to fight him. And then he stabs. He finally he gets the upper hand. And he stabs him with his disc. And then he kills them. After he kills them, and then you see like the other pictures come in, and he's like, "Fuck it, like I'm gonna fight you. I'm about to die. I might as well go, go down with a fight." And then all of them is like, "They don't fight. They just game and dig up the fallen comrade who's dead. They drag him, and then you see the elder. That was they call his that guy. They call him the elder of the of the, of the group. You saw like you were presumed that he's a very worthy successor as a reward. He gives them like you know. Now uh, I have the written here. What was it? Is him a trophy, basically. Yeah, yeah so the gun. What's it called? Yeah. Uh, what's it? Uh, and, An old flintlock pistol. Flintlock yeah. gun. Yeah. Which I'm gonna talk about this gun later. After we have our time to finish. So they all leave. The ship is about to fly. Hankton runs out. The ship escapes. He comes out from this. He's covered in dust, and then he sees like Keys man, the Adam Baldwin. Garber. Yeah, he comes in. He's like. Man, he's pissed that he missed an opportunity. Now I can't fight him again. He walks away. Then you see, like, Hankton, you know, privately talking. It's like, don't worry. You, you, um, I know, uh, so you're about, to, you're about to meet him again. As he walks out to go to the police. And yeah. that is actually uh, the end of the film. 
And we all know. Now, I mentioned the flintlock gun. Now, all of us want to mention by the time we have not seen Prey, Prey didn't, has not come out now. When they announced that they're making Prey and it's going to be a prequel, they mentioned the one that's mentioned was going to be the Revenant. When they said this, people all were summarizing that it might be in this in the 1700s because of the gun. So basically, yeah. this, so this must be the connection between Prey and Predator 2 is this gun. That actually is a really good call because that, that the flint 300 years ago, yeah. Right? They, they, they had, yeah, they, they did. They did a comic, uh, of course, that it's something to do with the Predator teaming up with a pirate captain facing a mutiny on his ship or something like that. I want to see a pirate. Um, you know, the idea of seeing a pirate as a pirate. I mean, I, pirates and predators? <laughs> come on. That would um, be a lot of fun. Imagine, wait, wait. But, Spice of the Caribbean and Predator. Make it. <laughs> Jack Sparrow. <laughs> Instantly dead. Instantly dead. He would not be seen as competition at all. I think Will Turner would definitely be seen as competition or Barbosa. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, but I. I oof. Yeah, I can't wait for Prey. Yeah. yeah. Which, oh my God. And I'm excited. Line, they said, they, um, one thing I'm positive, I heard one time said, like, the game, the movie doesn't feel like it's a big budget film. It feels like it's a small, like, contained, like it's the first film. Like, great. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That means practical yeah. effects. That doesn't mean, that means practical effects. I would that rather that have means practical effects. 20 years from now, I can look back at this and say, <laughs> this looks fan fucking tastic. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. And I think also what's that? Um, I think that's it's it, why like, the Alien movies still hold up. Well, not the third one, but like yeah. it's why the, all the rest still hold up. It's why the thing holds up. The practical effects, it it still holds up. Like it looks kind of cheesy, but like still terrifying when the thing goes um on. Yeah, practical effects are. Do you relate also on the lightning and stuff? Because I mentioned when we did our review for Aliens Three that one of my big criticisms of Aliens is that. They showed very much in, in, in the bright light in the alien because one, there is an alien and aliens work well because they didn't show how it looks like because they covered like maybe the bad you yep. know, practical effects. It's like Jaws. Like, yeah. Yes. They didn't show the shark as much because it was broken most of the time so they couldn't show it and so the unseen was more scary and more realistic. Yep, and then you get a CG alien in Alien 3 that uh, looks like mm. a, an early 90s CG alien. And all the practical stuff looks great in that film. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I unapologetically love both the theatrical and the uh, other uh, version of Alien 3. We reviewed the um, theatrical but, version, uh, actually. Yeah. That yeah. was the only one available to watch um, streaming. I, I forced my dad to take me to see that. I would have been in junior high at the time. Mm. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I love it. It's a good thing Andy's in here to talk about your age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what? That is what it Since is. Since the first episode of this podcast, I've been mentioning Andy's name the most. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Which one of the boys do you think, does? have they said who loves Predator movies more? Nick for some reason. I think Nick. Nick, I think, likes that one. Yeah, that makes because sense. of his age. Yeah, because he probably like same he, as he us. Like we grew the up with it. Movie stuff because he grew mm-hmm. up with eighties movie. He grew up with Robocop. Yeah, and I think I, don't I know. feel like he quotes this film more than the original. But it's a, it's, just the whole. Better is very quotable. Oh yeah. yeah, that's why. Uh, and also, we're talking about Andy. We're not talking about Andy Cortez. We're talking about Andy Mac. That's not what we mentioned. <laughs> yeah. 
So I think that's it. Our review for practice. I think we need to go with some final thought and rating. Uh. So last time I, I actually introduced a new rating. It's called Low Redemption. It's basically if you're in the mix, because I know I told you guys about it. And I, <laughs> it was like for the malignant review where I told you about my Low Redemption score. It was like, oh, you're in the middle of the road. <laughs> So do I don't want... understand why this movie got a 6.3 and Alien 3 got a 6.4 on IMDb. This movie ranked really low. I, well, I, I don't think know why. They, were, they wanted Arnold back because they were expecting maybe that's why. Yeah. I think that people director... just wanted the first movie again. And that's and they got they it got with that and... Rodriguez produced film, The Predators. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely they did. Oh, yeah. And... Somebody literally reviewed this four days ago. A pale imitation of the original. Five out of ten. I just find the pale imitation of the original. Do you like movies? Do you? Right? Do you like being entertained? Do you have fun? Because that's what this movie does. It's fun. It's entertaining. There's nonstop action. There is good, a little bit of campiness. There is a good amount of humor, but it's not too much. It's just a little bit because of the side character, Bale Paxton. Like... Not everything is going to be Mulholland Drive. Sorry. It was a good sequel. Like, they took the original and changed it just enough, and they didn't make a carbon copy, because that's the problem with a lot of sequels. They just make carbon copies. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. And I was going to say this. I think this film is better than, uh, what was it, Alien 3, if I had to pick. I I think it's better than Alien 3, and I love the Alien movies. It's better than Alien 3. Yeah. This, I think, is my third favorite Predator movie. My, my first, first, the first one, then Predators, and then this. So mm-hmm. what about you? Is the ranking for Wolf's Heart for you guys? Because we know that the Deep Predator is the worst one. I like Predator, Predators, Predator 2, and I don't talk about the other. Okay. <laughs> How about you, Joe? Um. Yeah, I'm of a similar mind. Uh, mm-hmm. Predator, Predators, Predator 2... AVP, and oh, yeah, then, then yeah, we're just not going to talk about the others. I like AVP just because of how much they do bring in from the comic, uh, but uh, you know, otherwise, yeah, it's not a great film, but it's still fun. It's Paul um, Anderson, I think it's better than his Resident Evil movies. That's all I say. Yeah. I like I mean, the first we... couple of Resident Evil movies, but you know, they're just yeah. can't. What's that with him doing? Yeah, all this? it was just fun. Because I think because it was, he did Event Horizon, I think he had problems with making R-rated films because he did Event Horizon. He went to a lot of problems that that's why I, I think love Event Horizon. I hate that movie so much. Really? <laughs> because I have it on I understand why everybody it. loves it. I just can't. I can't. I can't. Hey, I can't. Yeah. I love the first do. half, right. and then the second half is a completely different movie. And the second half, I'm just like. Nope, out of this. If you want to nope see a bad version, movie, real I'll, quick, that's what I tell you. But if you want to see a bad version of Event Horizon. Played the Dead Space games. Oh, yeah. Um, also, um, what is it? Uh, it starts with a P. It's in space with Dennis Quaid. And it's the same, it's the I really liked that one. Oh, yeah, he's the producer yep. um, also on the film. With, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because he produced the film. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah, I'll look it up real quick. Paul yeah. because I know Fuck he, me, why can't I? I think, what's oh. his name? Ben Foster's also in the film? Yes, yeah, Ben is. Foster. Um, I love Ben Foster. Pandorum. And oh, Pandorum. Yep. Loved that film. I loved that film. Yes, ben, that ben was Foster's really cool. The film. I love Ben Foster. I feel like he should be in a lot more movies. He's a great actor. 
I he he like 310 to Yuma and a bunch of others like he was amazing. Also he does comedy. He was in the movie um Get Over It like in the 90s with Kirsten Dunst and uh Cisco. Uh it oh. was uh, yeah. He was in that like as one of his first movies and he like so he can do comedy and like he's just a really good actor. I feel like he should be in more things. And I did know like I found out later that he was also in the first Tommy Jane Punisher film. He wanted the neighbors with the Oh, that was oh yeah. Oh, he was also yeah, yeah, in yeah. X Men as Angel, oh, Archangel. Wow. Yes. Was he also in Warcraft? The wizard? Do you think he was? Probably. I, I don't know. Oh. He's a good actor. He was also in uh, 30 Days of Night. Really? I yes. That was. I it's liked my that. Favorite film. Role of his I liked that. Actually, film. in the movie, was it uh, Hello High Water? That's that my favorite be. role of him. 30 Days of Night should be uh, on yeah. Rude Redemption. Yeah. I would remember I would put yeah. it on the list. I could see that. I'm going to yeah. put what's it, Pandora uh, put it on the list. I loved Pandora. Yeah. It did not get enough love. Like, a lot of people didn't know about it. I watched it and I was like, this is I actually really good. I think people saw it is that the, the, is it the same guy who did Resident Evil. I think they might have already pre-made his. Mm. It's the same company and producer, Constantine. Oh, I love Constantine. Oh, not the movie, the company. Oh. No, I know, but now I'm thinking about Constantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keanu Reeves wants a sequel. He said that was his favorite role. Like, he wants and a sequel. If not mistaken, a multiverse if... film with him and Matt uh, Ryan. I think they're doing a new Constantine actor DC. Did you guys read? read? Think... But I want Keanu. I know. I mean, they tried I to do... Debbie yeah, will use DC or we tried Matrix 4 and it didn't work with Keanu. I haven't even seen Matrix 4 yet. I don't want to... It's it's fine. Yeah, with him, I it's figured it would be fine. It's got to be better than the third film, so... It's better than the third, for That's sure. That's all I need to know. Because <laughs> yeah. the third but, was I mean, not the good. It's still just kind of a fine movie. Some people wouldn't... Some as long as they don't go to the trope of it was all a dream, they didn't really die. <laughs> uh, they don't do this. I'll, I'll tell you this. They don't do this. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Hmm... Um, what was it? Okay, so what do you guys want to read the film? So I know we've been talked all positively about it. Uh, do you, Joe, do you want to start with it? I mean, absolutely redeemable. Uh, oh, yeah. I, 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 I said it very early in this thing. This movie fucking rips. It is such a great 1990 action movie. Uh, Danny Glover is just awesome all the way through this thing. I don't understand the hate other than people just wanted the original done over again. Um, you get great comic relief with Bill Paxton. Um, you know, uh, the, 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 the guy who had the original honor of getting the shit beat out of him by a Terminator, a Xenomorph and a predator, um, you know, before it happened to Lance Henriksen. All right. But, um, EVP also. Yep, exactly. Um, and does it count? Because, yeah, uh, was it Paul Paxton? Bill Paxton, he gets killed in, in all three of them by, and if I'm not mistaken, Bishop well, doesn't get killed by the alien in Aliens. But he, and does he get killed it, in Bill, Terminator? Bill Paxton doesn't get killed in Terminator. He's just no, he's, like roughed up pretty badly. Yeah. Um, no, no, and he then gets we shot, don't remember? see him get killed in Aliens. Uh, I, I would assume the nuclear blast does him in, but um, he's, you know, basically just dragged off. Probably is oh, he's more, definitely uh, eaten. He's never dead in Aliens. Oh, it's he's, either that or he's yeah. dragged off to be, uh, you know, uh, impregnated. Host. 
Yeah. But mm. uh, yeah, yeah. Are we doing it like uh, one this, out of ten? Said Dimple, redemption on the Dimple. But what's your score? But if you want to ten, one ten, yes, Beth. It's 100% redeemable. It's such yeah. a good movie. It's such a good movie. And I agree with, like, everybody's expecting the first movie. But the thing is, that already happened with Star Wars Force Awakens, and look at everybody's reaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't... Doing that is such a fine line, and they did it perfectly. They changed the setting. They had a strong, but also a relatable character as the main guy who had his flaws, but he was still, like, really strong and badass. So, like... They hate. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like it's not that far off. Like from like it's not. I know it's 1997, but those gang wars actually were happening in the 80s and like 70s but and everything. Like I maybe not that bad. Like I think they would say more stereotypical in the movie than I think in real life. Yeah. But like it's such a good. It's a good movie. There's action throughout the entire thing. There's good dialogue. Like, just why is it a 6.3? Like, it's just so annoying. And it's what's an even more annoying on IMDb, they're all almost all the reviews now are from this month. Because why is everybody people- reviewing this movie of this month? Probably just in preparation for I guess, but they're bombing the reviews. It's just like, why? I'm seeing nothing but like fours and fives and sixes, and I'm like, this is at least a seven, eight. Why? Why? Like, it's not like Shawshank Redemption and Schindler's List kind of like rating, but like, it's still really good action in early 90, late 80s movie. That there's just no accounting for taste. I'm sorry. Yeah. And as for me, I'm, I'm going to give it an also a Dimple score also, because I actually did enjoy the film. And if you, Joe, if you told me if I had to pick this one, Malignant. I would have to pick this one over Malignant. <laughs> if oh, point. I don't blame you. Malignant, it, you either really like Malignant I or actually you really Malignant, don't. I actually enjoyed Malignant, but I didn't it's... hate it. I mean, but, uh, yeah, I, I get the people that, you know, didn't care this for is like it. Just to, to make it. Let, let me also tell you, Jalo is not a genre for everyone. <laughs> it's yeah. for sure. But, uh, yeah, I get yeah. it, man. All right, I can't believe we just met to dream drop malignant. You know what? Let's end it like this. So that's it guys for today's episode. Uh, thanks guys for watching. And uh, Joe, where can people find you? Uh, well, if you want to come support my dumb little podcast, Murders yeah. with Mertens, uh, that's on YouTube, uh, where I sit down with a guest. We talk about one of their favorite horror films, or scary movies at least, and uh, just have a fun time talking about cool shit. Um, got a minor little goal of hopefully by the end of the year having enough subscribers to get that custom YouTube link. So, you know, stop yeah. on by. Stop on by. How about you, Beth? Where people can find you? Uh, they can find me on uh, Twitter and Twitch, actually, with Lady Macbeth. So it's uh, L-A-D-Y-M-A-C-B-E-H-T-H. Yeah. So it's spelled funny. But yeah, I'm going to start streaming again here pretty soon, um, probably this month, actually. So I need to get back into it. It's just work has been absolutely insane and life has been insane. And so many transitions over the past, like, three months. It's just I've had no time, no time. Yeah. But, uh, Joe, have you guys done Let the Right One In, the Swedish version? 
No, I have not, but I would love to talk that one because I love the book. I uh-huh. love the original movie. I love that director's work. Yep. Uh, what he I did with Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy was awesome. I like the American one well enough. Uh, I think Matt Reeves is a very competent director, but uh, but the original that's, Swedish uh, in comparison to yes, yeah, yeah. the psychopathicness Absolutely. of Oscar and then the ambiguity of yeah. <sighs> I, I have the book too. It's so good. I don't know if yeah. guys know. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if they are doing, they're still working on the TV show or not. They're doing a TV hmm. show for it. I hope not. I don't think it's a development here. People leaving and coming. Netflix are dropping it. And, oh, yeah. That doesn't sound good then. No. It's similar no, to what's the Snowpiercer. I feel TV like it could be an Amazon mini series. Like an Amazon mini series, maybe, where like it's yeah, like, like more of the book. Thing, yeah. yeah, more of the book. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see that. Um, but yeah, Beth, I'll hit you up. We'll, yeah. we'll make that happen. That'd be a lot I of fun. I love that movie. I tell everybody because it's my favorite vampire movie. It's yeah. one of the best. Like, I really love it. Besides, like, Interview with the Vampire because it's classic. Yeah. That is my favorite vampire movie. Oh, it's so good. It's actually that. Sorry, yes, it's not time. Life Force. That's okay. <laughs> also, I just read about it. It's going to be on Showtime. I think this thing is planned to premiere. Okay. And in okay. October 9, 2022, they're saying Showtime that Jamie... ends up doing some good shit. You know, they're yeah. they're a little underrated, I think, as far as like the premier cable networks go. Um, but yeah, love what they did with this Twin Peaks. Is from... Oh my god, they are. the TD adaptation of the vampire drama. Let the right one in. Let me see who's show running the. I see the little girl who's playing her. Madison Taylor Abayas. Because they had she to plays do... young Selena in the Selena, uh, uh, the new Selena show. Huh. Oh, that's the one with the actors from Walking Dead. It's on Netflix. That's Selena. Show. It's also the guy from Weeds, um, the the mayor in one of the later seasons of Weeds. They that Mary Nancy's like Mary, Mary Nancy's Ma- Nancy Mary's. Oh my god. Let me see. Here. He's in that. I think he was in Godzilla vs. Kong as uh, Isaac Gonzalez. Dad. Yeah. He was in the Hateful Eight machete. Yeah, he was. He was the dad in Godzilla vs. Kong. I just know him from Weeds mostly. <laughs> oh, I'm nervous about this. I'm nervous <laughs> about this. Did you so she's playing Eleanor. Did you recognize the, the dad, Joe? Who told you who he is? I. You know, I, I can't. Place him. I'm gonna have to look. He was up. in Alien Coven and the Nun. Oh, the Nun is so bad. Oh. If he was, I think the father for the book. I don't exactly hate Alien Covenant, but it's not one of the better films. That's for sure. He was also in the Grudge. It's a slasher film in space. Yeah, which I don't mind the concept of. I, but I don't for hate Alien, slashers. that's what that's what annoyed me. I know. Is it? It wasn't I an alien film. Prometheus. I love Prometheus, but it's a bunch of smart people doing very dumb things, and that that's is like the biggest critique that a lot of people have. The film. Yeah. 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 It, but and I agree, it's dumb in that regard. But it's such a beautiful movie. It's, oh, it's God, like in the second so... film too, of like, oh, it says there's oxygen out here. Let's immediately take off our masks on a foreign yeah. planet where we don't know anything. This is a brilliant idea. I'm just like. But they find weed. Ripley was smart enough to be like, that is not coming back on this ship. There's a quarantine. No. No. And what happened? 
everyone dies. Yep. Nobody listens to the smart woman with a cat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's for me. You can find me at the Asmat on Twitter. For some reason, they suspended my old account. And um, now I think I'm okay with all the shenanigans we're doing. At least it's not actually Andy or Mark who end up arguing with the whole time. I can't believe I'm also getting them now for the next few episodes for more rats in all of Clubs 3. So, anyhow, as you can, yes, the Hunter oh, Pro from right. my, my Instagram, Twitter, from my podcast page, and um, let me see what else I have. Oh, it's the podcast, you can find the podcast in every podcast service. So that's Google Redemption of the Rotten. And for video versions, that you can find it on YouTube. And what else? Oh, yes, um, then test my final husband for the reminder that the YouTube goal 1 million subscribers, and we'll do the Adventure of a Chilla you know, review. So, thanks everyone for joining me, and I hope I see you guys on the next episode. Bye, guys.